the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Development of the vaccine is now raising a lot of optimism about people getting over the COVID-19 pandemic sometime soon. And in a statement, President Trump said many people work extremely hard to make it happen. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome. And it was. On behalf of the American people, I'd like to thank all of the brilliant scientists, technicians, doctors, and workers who made this all possible. And the FDA gave it the final green light for distribution yesterday, calling the vaccine from Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech, safe and strongly protective. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 47 points at 30,046, and NASDAQ down by 27. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka warns of a dark future. If we do not stop the theft of this election, we... America, conservatives of every stripe, will never, ever see a conservative in the White House again. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rules. AM 1280, The Patriot. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. 
Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT studios, here's the original Man of Steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, uh, broadcasting from the CIT studios. And uh, I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. You know, we're, we're getting about two weeks away from, uh, from Christmas. Um, uh, Lee, I've got, I've got to ask you, are there in the Michaels family uh, must-see Christmas movies that you got to see every year? Yeah, obviously the Charlie Brown Christmas is okay. uh, top of our list. Uh, and at our house, too, it's not Christmas until Johnny Mathis sings. Oh, that's the music side. But the, okay. but the films uh, and probably Grinch is number two. OK, uh, for, for me, anything Bing Crosby. I, I love Holiday Inn, White Christmas are yes, on that list as well. Uh, Bells of, at St. Mary's. Oh, yeah. Another one. Um, and uh, my uh, I, of course, uh, Jimmy Stewart, uh, of course, with uh, a wonderful life, wonderful life. Uh, my wife's uh, movie uh, preferences go to uh, Elf. In National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> uh, both both good. Yes, uh, the, we actually, my wife and I just sat down and watched Elf uh, a couple of days ago. It was the first time she'd seen it, and I'd only seen bits and pieces of it. So, yeah, that was, it, that was enjoyable. It, yes, it, it, yes, it was. But uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation, uh, the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> yes, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving. That's a wonderful one. Well, folks, we we've got uh, we've got a great. Uh, 
Great show today. You've been sending in a lot of uh, questions, and we haven't been able to get to them. So we uh, are going to be uh, devoting today's show to uh, listener questions. And uh, I want to uh, uh, welcome my uh, guest uh, today. Uh, she's been on a uh, number of times before, an attorney with uh, Helmuth and Johnson, Phaedra Howard. Phaedra, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I'm glad you could uh, take some time out of uh, your uh, busy schedule to do this. Well, we've got uh, we've we've got uh, we've got a lot of questions here, but uh, I'm going to ask the same one to you, uh, Phaedra. What what are the uh, must see Christmas movies for you? Well, I do enjoy Elf, but the one that I have to see every year, whether my family watches with me or not, is Miracle on 34th Street, where the lawyer proves Santa exists. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Another another great class. the original, not the remake. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Great. Uh, Well, let's uh, let's get uh, going. We've got uh, we've got uh, questions, Uh, Phaedra. The first one that I want to ask is a person says, Gene, we recently just bought our home in an established uh, HOA that's been around for about 20 years. They require that everyone pay upon closing an initiation fee that's equal to two months of our regular monthly assessment. They said, I've heard of this happening when you buy something brand new, uh, with a, a new development, but an existing one, can they do it? Is it right? Have Have you seen this uh, before? I've certainly talked to boards who have asked about um, trying to implement this kind of fee. Um, and a new association is usually referred to as a working capital fee. Mm-hmm. And the point of it is the developer first sells off the units, they do collect, usually it is two months of assessments, mm-hmm. and they put it into a fund, and this is what could get the association going um, and start off and, you know, until there's enough units sold to um, you know, basically mm-hmm. fund the association. So that's usually the purpose of it. I'm a little curious, and anytime anybody asks me why you think you need that now, you you have uh, assessments that you're levying. You hopefully have the ability to levy special assessments if you need to. What would be the point of this? So that's the first question I would ask. Secondly, uh, I, I would need to know where this fee is located. Is it in the declaration? Have they amended their declaration to establish basically a new working capital mm-hmm. fee that any unit is sold, um, that this has to be paid? Um, there's also, you know, always a concern about Minnesota outlawed back in, I believe, 2010, outlawed what's referred to as a private transfer fee, um, which would be a fee paid to a third party uh, when you transfer property. There are some exceptions to it in your regular authorized association assessments, um, including your dues, current mm-hmm. fees, and, and those sorts of things are accepted, um, but the statute does say that it has to be something that's authorized in the declaration yeah. or by statute. Now, uh, so I, I, I've heard that not by. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I was going to say that uh, what I um, what I've uh, seen with some associations before they uh, the the thinking that I've heard from board members is 
you know, we we paid that, that two month uh, that two month uh, uh, sort of kickstart assessment, and that was that went in to help uh, start the reserves, the reserve funds, and um, people said, uh, and uh, everything needs to be the same. So if it's that way for us when we moved in, it should be that way for everybody else after they buy and move in in subsequent years, and so. I, I know of a few associations that uh, uh, that have uh, have done that uh, for that reason. For the all that money always goes right into the reserves. Yeah, and again, I, you know, I would have to see if they've put that into their declaration to authorize it, because otherwise, the the annual budget is supposed to uh, account for that and to account for enough money going into reserves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this tells me that the association isn't properly budgeting if they think they have to use this other fee to come up with the money and, and or they're trying to get around approval requirements for a special assessment. Okay. Well, um, it's, uh, it, uh, it's, it's something that uh, it's uh, uh, interesting. And so, it, again, um, the answer uh, all the time is you have to take a look at your governing documents. Yes. Yeah. It depends. That's the standard attorney answer, right? <laughs> it, it depends. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, let Let me ask uh, um, another one here that we have, and that is, uh, Hey, Gene, I live in a condominium association that has a lot of amenities that I don't use, like uh, the pool, the sauna, hot tub, tennis courts. If I don't use these amenities... Do I still have to pay for them? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we didn't? Um, but this is not like a you know a health club or something where you pay for the privilege of using the amenities. The assessments go to maintaining them, and they need to be maintained regardless of how many people or who is using them. Um, and so it's not about pay for use, it's pay to maintain. And yes, everybody has to pay. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of the documents have right in it that you, you, you don't get to get out of paying assessments for non-use of the common elements or anything like that. No. So if you're paying for them, use them. If not, you're still paying for them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of a, a corollary uh, to this question uh, that uh, I always hear, too, from uh, people and that's uh, when they realize uh, it may not be uh, an amenity like a pool. They say, I'm not using, so I shouldn't have to pay. Um, it's uh, when uh, homeowners don't agree with their board in how things are being spent or prioritized with work. And some people think, well, if I don't believe in that, I'm just not going to pay. That's a real bad idea, isn't it? Right. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Your obligation is absolute and unconditional. Um, and and a good uh, chunk of association documents say that exact wording. Absolute and unconditional. You can't get out of paying for non-use of any part of the property or for any claims or disputes you have with the association or the board. If you have claims against the board or the association, those have to be brought separately. It's not an offset. You yeah. don't get to say, I don't like what you're doing, so I'm not going to pay my dues. That uh, yeah, that's right. Work, uh, right. A person who does that, uh, they're going to find themselves uh, pretty quickly in uh, probably in hot water with the association when it comes to collections, won't they? Absolutely, yep. And we see that all the time. 
Yeah. And then they get to pay legal fees and all kinds of other penalties for not paying. And then, yeah, then it really gets out of hand. Well, um, mm-hmm. these are these are just uh, some of the questions that you have been uh, asking. We have so many more, but we're going to take a break right now. Don't go away. My guest today, Attorney Phaedra Howard with Helmuth & Johnson. Our topic, listener questions. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day for your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over a hundred years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength with the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. 
Jingle bells chime in Jingle bell time You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. Our topic today are your questions that uh, you've been uh, sending in. And by the way, if uh, uh, anybody has a, a question that they would like to ask or a topic you'd like to see us address on the show, go to our website at newconceptsgroup.com. At the top, you'll see uh, education and resources. Pull that down, click on radio show, and uh, you can catch uh, past podcasts of our show. You can uh, also uh, uh, see my contact information and send it in, and we would be happy to include that in a uh, uh, a new uh, taping of uh, our show, newconceptsgroup.com. My uh, guest today is Phaedra Howard with Helmuth & Johnson. We've got uh, listener questions, but before we do, I've got to give a nod to our uh, our sponsors uh, for this show. Uh, I'm broadcasting from the CIT studios. The show is also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we get back uh, to a conversation with uh, Phaedra Howard, it's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. The address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on membership. Okay, let's get back to another question uh, we have with my uh, guest, Phaedra Howard, attorney with Helmuth & Johnson. Uh, Phaedra, it goes like this. It says, uh, Gene, we've lived in our same town home for the last 25 years. We've seen it always repainted the same color. The board this time around is changing those colors to be quite different. I maintain that this is a material alteration and there should therefore should not be allowed unless they first get the approval of the homeowners. Am I right in my thinking? Pedra? Well, and of course, you know, the standard attorney answer is that depends. That depends on 
what your documents say, um, whether your townhome association is governed under MKIOA, which is the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act um, that went into effect in 94, um, but older townhome associations like this one uh, probably is, uh, can amend their documents to opt into it. Um, but the main thing is to to look at your documents and see, uh, one, what authority the association has to um, control architectural changes, exterior changes that can be seen uh, from the outside. Most associations have um, quite strict approval requirements where the board or an architectural control committee um, has to approve any changes that an owner wants to make to the exterior. And then secondly, you need to look at who's maintaining what. Again, uh, typically the association is maintaining the siding and the trim and everything on the exterior. Um, and so they, you know, they paint it periodically. They take care of it. If they decide that, um, you know, the color that we've been using is, you know, drab or whatever they want. We want to make it better. I wouldn't call that a material alteration of the property. It's paint. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, the, the board is the one that has those, that approval authority. So yeah. most likely uh, the association can go ahead and do that mm -hmm. without approval of the homeowners, unless there's something weird in the documents that requires approval yeah. of the owners for this type of thing. Well, let's talk about that for a moment uh, because I think uh, a part of what a might be in uh, bedded in that question with this uh, this listener is um, let's talk about the kind of authority that uh, that the board has uh, when it comes to uh, contracts and work and prioritizing work because you're you're never going to get a uh, hundred percent of everybody in one community agreeing on what should be tackled first but uh, that is something usually left to the board is it not. Correct. And, and most documents, and uh, uh, if the associations governed under MCIOA, um state specifically that when we're talking about the association and the power and authority of the association, that means the association acting through the board. Unless, I mean, there are certain, certain instances where homeowners have to approve things like amending the documents and that sort of thing. But uh, unless there's something either in the statute or the documents that say homeowner approval is required, then when we talk about the association having powers, it's the board acting on behalf of the association. Yeah. So the board has all authority to do whatever the association can do yeah. or has to do. So let's also talk a little bit about, uh, for those who uh, people who might be uh, on the board as well, uh, yes, the, the board has um, a, a lot of authority to be able to obligate the association to a number of things with contracts and and work that uh, is getting done, but um, in uh, in being a, a good uh, a board in leading the community, it's probably not a bad idea from time to time, periodically throughout the year, uh, to be uh, trying to bring in the homeowners and trying to get uh, opinion and trying to get other people uh, to uh, participate. And be actively in, involved, and in, in some of that is in giving them uh, good feedback. It's probably not a bad idea for uh, an HOA board uh, to uh, bring in uh, homeowners like that. W wouldn't you agree? Right, and, and this type of thing, I would hope, I mean, you know, the board can do it regardless, but I would hope if they're 
you know, going to change the colors after all of these years, but they at least, you know, put out a survey or maybe yeah. formed a committee of homeowners to look into it, make recommendations, get feedback on that before they make I mean, again, they probably have the authority to make the decision, but should they do it without consulting any of the other owners? Probably not. Yeah. No, the, and there's a difference between consulting and getting feedback versus getting approval. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, committees, uh, I, I see from my end in, uh, in property management, I, I see that those probably aren't used enough. I know some people will say, well, we have a hard time getting people to be on the board, let alone a committee. But some of that, I'm almost thinking that when people don't get involved, it's because they feel it's uh, futile, it's useless. They don't feel like uh, their uh, uh, their say uh, really matters. But a good board can uh, really uh, can really get a lot of people to uh, buy in, and it can be a much more dynamic place by using committees. Absolutely. I mean, and, and I see that too, where you know there's difficulty, you know, homeowner apathy and. And some of that, you know, may boil down to demographics of who you've got living in your association and what else they have going on in their lives. You know, in my experience, uh, associations that have a lot of, you know, older retired folks tend to get more participation because they're not busy trying to hold down job and raising kids and all that other things that, you know, a lot of us have to devote some of our time to. But um, so, but yeah, Absolutely. Uh, those associations that can get more of the owners involved, whether it's committees or, you know, other social activities when we're allowed to gather and that sort of thing yeah. is always a, a good thing. It's, you know, sometimes it's it's almost impossible with certain associations, but I always encourage it uh, to get participation as, as much as you can. Okay. Well, we've got uh, another, let's move to our next uh, question. Phaedra, this one said, uh, uh, Gene, I am on the board of my association. The master insurance policy is always so expensive and one of the biggest yearly costs for our HOA. Our building has a lot of water claims. Some board members uh, want to save money and want to do so by foregoing with water loss coverage. Their question is, is that legal. And before we go any further, I can see looking at the clock, let's take another break. Uh, And we will answer that question with my guest, Phaedra Howard, after these messages. So don't go away. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. 
Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Get into the spirit at thefishtwincities.com. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's tomorrow thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. Gene Sullivan here. This is Where You Live. I'm broadcasting from the CIT studios. The show is brought to you also by the great folks at Extreme Exterior. And this segment, too, is brought to you uh, by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove, uh, providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will at Country Financial. That phone number, 763-416-5131, and uh, tell him Gene sent you. Uh, Phaedra, uh, right before the break, we uh, read another question. This one is a little bit, sometimes when a uh, a listener asks a question, and it's written in. I don't have a chance to to find out what's really going on in their mind. They talk about um, wanting to save money with their master insurance policy. 
they have a lot of water claims, and the board wants to uh, save money, they said, by foregoing with water loss coverage and wanted to know, is that legal? I, I, I kind of think that they meant something else because um, if there is a water event in your uh, association, especially with a uh, condominium, the last thing you want to do is say, no, that part of it, yeah, we, we don't want to have anything to do with. Uh, other, that would be, that would be uh, catastrophic. Plus, I don't know that you could get that kind of insurance. Do you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, an insurance expert. You know, the homeowners need to talk to, you know, agents and find out because they're always changing what kind of policies are out there. Um, but my bigger concern, one, like you said, if it's a condo, you know, now we've got not just individual homeowners units, but we've got the common elements mm-hmm. uh, that are, you know, the building. Um, and so the association absolutely has an obligation to insure the building against all standard losses, which would include, I'm assuming we're talking not flood because mm-hmm. that's separate coverage, but right. like for a pipe breaking or that sort of thing. Um, so and Kiowa specifically says that uh, associations must have uh, not only have all the appropriate coverage, but it has to be a full replacement value. Um, and, and most association documents, even if you're not under MCIO, which all condos would be for this purpose, um, but if it's a townhome association and you're not under MCIO, look at your governing documents, yeah. but they typically have very strict requirements as well about what kind of insurance the association must maintain, um, both on any common elements as well as the owner's units. Yeah. I, um, I, and that, again, cover that sort mm-hmm. of damage that the association might end up being responsible for at least part of it. Yeah. Now, with uh, when I when I think of uh, insurance too, uh, yes, uh, people have uh, there are things that are uh, specifically uh, spelled out in uh, a number of associations governing documents on the kind of insurance coverage they need to have, and it's also backed by the state of Minnesota, which also says if you're going to offer insurance in the state of Minnesota. Uh, you have to be able to uh, insure according to uh, the full requirements that are in the governing documents of an association. So I, I don't know that some of those things could be uh, could be taken out. I think the person may be talking about uh, groundwater um, uh, damage, and uh, there's a little bit of a difference there, uh, folks. When you have uh, when you have a, a storm and water comes through the uh, the the roof and does damage uh, to the uh, the ceiling and the walls and into the unit, that's going to be covered. But if the water hits the ground and then while it's on the ground, it travels into the building and does damage, a lot of times that's called uh, that's called uh, ground. Uh, Groundwater and there's groundwater coverage, and that's a separate, that's a separate deal. And I've seen that as being a coverage that uh, can be, uh, get, that can be elective for people. But again, I I think it's a, a bad idea when you want to start uh, saying I I think I know better than the insurance company, and start saying I I think I can uh, uh, save us a lot more money. A lot of times. That just doesn't work out that way. 
Um, and so, yes, I, I think you need to ask. Uh, you need to, uh, it's important, know what your governing documents say in that area. But, uh, no, I would not. I would not think it's a good idea at all to uh, to uh, try and think that you are smarter than the insurance company. Uh, let me ask another question, uh, Phaedra, we have here. It says, uh, Dear Gene, I heard you say on one show that, quote, you and your fellow residents voted in the current board and they represent you. Now, that seems like a reasonable statement, since in theory, that's how it's supposed to work. But not in our HOA. We don't have elections. We've had one, and that was when the property was turned over from the developer. And it wasn't much of an election. Seven people running for five seats. Now, it seems if five, uh, if, uh, five people uh, step up, and there's uh, five uh, seats open, you've got to take those people whether you like it or not. There's no election. I think you need to have at least one more person than the number of seats. Otherwise, you're not having an election. What should we do? Would you call it uh, non-elections that uh, this association's had just because they couldn't get the same number of people or more uh, than uh, there are seats available on the board? Um, no, I mean, it's still an election. It's still following, assuming that they are following the documents and, and having the vote or, you know, I mean, if, if there really are not more um, candidates than there are seats, um, you know, you can certainly get the uh, membership that's at the meeting to uh, vote or, you know, do it by acclamation, say basically we're not going to call a vote. Right. There's no point in it. Um, but either way, you are still going through the formal procedures to have an election. It's certainly not the board's fault um, or anyone's fault that people don't decide to step up and run for the board. I mean, that's a separate issue and may, maybe something that you want to get internally in your association as to, you know, is there a reason why people don't want to serve on the board? Sometimes it's, a you know, one or more particular board members that are difficult and people don't want to work with them. Or there's a homeowner that is always pestering the board that people don't want to deal with. Or maybe they're just, you know, as yeah. we talked about before, apathetic and don't don't care and, you know, whatever, let somebody else take care of it. And if everybody says that, then there's nobody to take care of it. Yeah. No, I, I think part of I think part of what people uh, might be asking here is, uh, is it okay for an HOA to operate with less than a full board? I mean, it's um, you talked about apathy. That's something that we've seen. I don't know that it's uh, uh, it's the best, but I don't know that it's nece- uh, it's uncommon either to have. Uh, five seats uh, for five uh, people to participate on the board of directors, and sometimes they have four, uh, or they or they have less than they have less than five. They can still operate as a board, can't they? Um, yes, as long as you can at least get is if you're supposed to have a five member board, and sometimes the documents will say you know it can be no less than three, no more than five. So there might be some flexibility built into your bylaws to allow you to change the number of directors. That should be done at an annual meeting and not, you know, randomly throughout the year saying, oh, well, you know, we're going to go from a five member down to three, so you guys are out. You can't do that. But 
Um, if you, even if you don't have that kind of uh, flexibility in your documents and, and your bylaws say that there's five directors and you have a vacancy, which happens, um, as long as a, a, a quorum then would be, you have to have at least a majority. So for a five-member board, you need at least three directors that can show up to a meeting. And of course, a meeting can be a virtual meeting. It can be a phone meeting, that sort of thing, like we're all doing these days. Um, but you need at least then three people to show up for a meeting. So if you have a five-member board and you don't have at least three directors or you don't have at least three directors that show up for a meeting, then you can't have a meeting. And if you don't have at least three directors, then you don't have a board and you can't do anything. So you need to fill vacancies. Okay. But having one vacancy that you can't fill is usually not a killer. Well, let, let's uh, let's talk uh, about that. I and, and let me give you a real life experience. And this um, this had uh, happened with a client of ours, and I don't know why. Uh, today, uh, I can tell you, and over the last three years, they have uh, their five seats for uh, the board of directors for this association, and they have five people who uh, who are on the board. But for a good number of years, when we first, um, when uh, was shortly after we uh, uh, took over managing, for some reason, participation went down and there was only one person who stayed on the board. Nobody else would be on the board. And uh, uh, I can tell you at at that point, what we what we tried to do with uh, with that person, we said, the association obviously has got to continue to run. It's got to operate. Insurance has got to be paid. Services need to be uh, provided. And so we said uh, uh, you in your newsletter that you send out uh, uh, every month, you, there should be a, a reminder on there. We need people who can uh, run for the board. And you ask. And you ask uh, people to run at an annual meeting. But if they can't, uh, that's a a tricky thing. But the association still needs to operate, don't they? Uh, Yes, they do. But if you you don't have at least a quorum, then none of the decisions that are made by that one person are valid. And they're all um, subject to challenge. Again, if you have homeowners that actually care enough to bother to challenge it. and yeah. so, I mean, and that, that's the kind of thing that can put put an association into a receivership or something along those lines. Um, if you can't get people to actually operate, it's no different than any other corporation that doesn't have a functioning board. Yeah. You can't operate, then somebody needs to step in. You need to, you know, the court appoints a receiver to take care of things until you can get back on track. Yeah, I, I, I guess I always thought, you know, if, uh, if, uh, if people in this particular case, if, uh, um, if, there wasn't going to be anybody who was going to uh, who was uh, going to uh, be a, a, a naysayer and just say, "Hey, these decisions are are uh, invalid." Because the first question we would have is, "Sounds like you want to be on the board, then, so we can start uh, right. getting more people there." <laughs> so I, I you, you can't have, but uh, uh, you can't. People can't have it uh, both <laughs> both ways. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll get uh, that uh, question, too. Uh, another uh, corollary from that would be people will ask and say, well, um, we really don't have a lot of business, but uh, and we interest is real down. Can't we just um, uh, can't we just uh, 
give this to a management company to run for us, and then we don't need anybody on the board. That <laughs> that they can't operate that right that way. That that is something. No. That, yeah, can't happen. So, uh, how, what would you? What no, would you? The management t- company just. I was going to say the the management company just carries out the decisions of the board. They don't make decisions, and they don't have any authority or power to do so. Yeah. And if uh, and you're right, and uh, so if uh, if that were if uh, that were to if that were to happen, uh, I I know uh, another uh, story I can uh, tell you about that. Uh, but I'm going to take a break, and we'll do that when I come back with my guest, Attorney Phaedra Howard with Helmuth and Johnson. Listener questions or what uh, we are tackling today, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Get a great gift for the truck owner in your life for half price from Rhino Linings and AM 1280 The Patriot. Tough Grip Rhino Lining is recognized as the world's number one spray-on truck bed liner. Regular price $500. Yours now for half off, $250. It's the perfect gift for the hunter, fisherman, landscaper, any truck owner on your list. There are a limited number available. Find details on the Patriot website under half price offers or call the Patriot now to get your Rhino truck bed liner. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts. 
setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells or jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh, sleigh. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. I always appreciate when you take uh, time out of your Saturday to... Uh, Listen uh, to uh, Where You Live. Uh, we broadcast, of course, Saturdays at 10 a.m. If you ever miss uh, the show, just realize that you can also get uh, a replay of it. Uh, the station also replays the show Sundays at 5 p.m. as well. Uh, and I also want to thank uh, Phaedra Howard for taking uh, uh, time to be on the show today. Always appreciate uh uh, your thought, your thoughts and uh, perspective, uh, Phaedra. Uh, we were talking in this uh, last segment about uh, what happens when uh, an association uh, can't get a full board. Uh, and uh, I was going to tell a story that we had one situation where uh, five people were on the board, uh, three people had left, uh, uh, had uh, had left about uh, two months before the annual meeting. And then uh, before uh, the month before, the other two people stepped down and said, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and there wasn't anybody. But we knew we had an annual meeting coming up. So uh, at, at that point, yes, uh, all we could do in uh, management, there was no decisions that we made other than paying the bills to keep the lights on, uh, the, uh, the water coming to the property, uh, services being provided, uh, and uh, and uh, we got uh, we got past that. But uh, have you seen something like that happen before? Um, not quite to that extent. I mean, sometimes <laughs> there's a coup, and you know the the members try to remove the board and that sort right. of thing. And I, you know, I've certainly seen um, you know board members resign, um, but usually whoever's left, you know, if you get uh, inkling. You know, and I've talked to directors that said, oh, you know, so-and-so really doesn't want to run again. And, um, you know, and, and of course, these days with COVID, meetings are getting postponed. And, and so the other directors are talking to them, can you just stay on until we can work this out and have an election and, you know, get somebody else in there? Usually they're able to talk them into continuing. So yeah. the fact that the last two people wouldn't stay on until the annual <laughs> meeting that was coming up, you know, it seems like something happened. I don't oh, know. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. It, uh, I, it, I think it was uh, just uh, – I. I, I think uh, in this particular case, uh, there prob- I think uh, you talked earlier about uh, that one uh, problem child who just is always uh, uh, banging in the ears of the board and nothing is right and they just uh, have a lot of pushback and people just said, this is it. I, I, I can't do it. Well, let's go on to another <laughs> question here. Um, this one about conflicts of interest. This is interesting. It said... Uh, Gene, I have a question about conflicts of interest. We have a contractor um, that the association has used for years, and this person is also a homeowner in the association. That doesn't seem right to me. Isn't there a statute that regulates this type of activity? Pedro? 
Um, and so the answer is really no. Uh, if that person was on the board, then the Nonprofit Corporations Act talks about conflicts of interest for the directors. Um, and in that situation, if it was if this person was either a director or a you know family member of a director or something along those lines that actually poses a conflict of interest, then the uh, Nonprofit Corporations Act says that um, you, you can actually still hire that person as long as the conflicted director discloses the conflict and then doesn't participate in the vote and the, the contract is otherwise still fair to the association, et cetera. So um, what you're talking about is that then someone, if someone's on the board and they're asking for a contract that would uh, give them uh, that uh, they would gain from that monetarily, then you're talking, what you're talking about is they would recuse themselves uh, from the vote um, recusing themselves should that also be from the discussion uh, as well as before the before the vote um it, it, it depends um, you know sometimes I mean they certainly have to recuse themselves from the vote if they're the ones that is putting forth the you know the contractor for the association then they ought to at least be able to say, you know, here's who I propose we go with and why, um, to at least be part of that. Um, but obviously, you know, cer- certain types of conflict are to the point where, you know, the director should not even be part of the discussion. Um, I don't know that this would necessarily be one of them, um, okay. but but it is kind of a case-by-case basis. But so, th- so that's for a director. But if it's just another homeowner, there is no statute that regulates whether or not an association can hire the company. I'm assuming it's, you know, that this is what the person does and it's their company um, and they just happen to be a homeowner in the association. So there's nothing legally wrong with that, no statutes that regulate it. There's always the potential for, you know, the appearance of impropriety um, or what happens if you have a, a contract dispute with that contractor and now they're also a homeowner. So there are other reasons why it might not be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's anything legally wrong with it. Uh, also talk maybe about, uh, in, with the conflict of interest, um, uh, what is the responsibility of uh, the board uh, after that's taken place when it comes to uh, transparency and disclosure for the rest of the people on the board when that does take place? You're talking about when they hire a homeowner or when there's a conflict for the director the itself? Conflict for the director itself. Sure. Yeah. So, again, even before there's any votes, that director needs to be upfront and disclose, you know, I, this is my company or this is my kid's company or, you know, whoever. You know, there's some benefit to me or my family from this uh, potential contract here. So they need to disclose that before there's any discussion or vote on it. Yeah. Um, and so, and so uh, I, I recommend, it's certainly not required, but I recommend that any time that there's any turnover in the board, there's an election and new people come on, that that would be a great opportunity for uh, directors at that point, after in a meeting or whatever, to you know, fill something out and disclose, do you have any conflicts of interest that might impact us? You know, what companies do you or your family have any interest in, that sort of thing, to get it out there up front. Again, it's not required, but I think it's a good idea. Yep, that, always a great uh, a great idea. And uh, with that, it looks like we're out of time. 
Phaedra, thanks uh, for uh, being on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Folks, uh, that was my guest, Phaedra Howard, Helmuth and Johnson. I'm going to say, uh, again, thanks for joining me. Have a great rest of the weekend. And I look forward to having you uh, with me here next Saturday on Where You Live. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Join the Freedom Fan Club today, and you could win our Regnery Book of the Month, The Price of Panic, How the Tyranny of Experts Turned a Pandemic into a Catastrophe by Douglas Axe. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, 